Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Show 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025 with the phone numbers. The phones are packed and uh, we appreciate it. It's nice to hear from everybody on your experiences and your thoughts about, you know, with tomorrow being the 20th commemoration of September uh, uh, September 11th, uh, 2001. I, this, this is a funny message we just got, uh, Roger J.P. Messenger on Facebook. Uh, Josh sent this in. Monica, pay attention. He says, so Apple Butter Express is doing a special 9-11 show at the Dunedin Smokehouse tomorrow night. What? Tell Monica it can be our first date. LOL. Let's do it. I'll meet. Well, what time? Because we got the Seahawk game. Well, I don't know. It's tomorrow night and it's Apple Butter Express and uh, it sounds like something you should be at. If Lovely anybody's at, you should be at that. Dunedin's the most fun, too. Yep, Thanks and it's a special 9-11 show they're doing, so that's nice. So maybe you'll see Josh there, maybe you won't. Thanks, Josh, for the uh, Thanks, Josh. I- important info. Apple Butter Express, Monica's favorite. Does anybody blow that band up as much as we do? <laughs> 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 they're not as big as fans as we are. But no, but, he, but I don't know about all of them, but I know the one guy listened, so... It, you yeah, know. he called in. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So... Mr. Apple Butter. We got a lot of people on hold for this uh, yeah. September 11 stuff, but the one thing I wanted to get to... Uh, was how in the days after 9-11 is when I first had any form of disdain with the media because one of the papers around here, you know, people chose, people had to make the choice to jump from a skyscraper or burn to death, Mm -hmm. right? So a lot of people made the choice to jump. And one of the papers around here, on the cover of the paper, showed a falling body. And I was just like, man, that's low. Man, that's low. I saw it again yesterday. Did you? Same paper, putting it out there as we covered 9-11 type thing. I'm like, why are you putting that picture with the guy going headfirst out of a building? I don't understand. Right. Why are you showing that again? Did you not get enough blowback from people on you shouldn't have published that? There was not. yesterday. I saw I last it night. Get, it gets people what? talking. I, I don't know. Yeah. That was the first time I was just like, yuck. Yeah. Like, these are bad people. Like, you're a bad person if you decide to put that on the cover of your paper. That person had no... He had to pick or she had to pick the way they were going to die. That's not how they started out that morning. Right, exactly. They started out that morning just going to work. And all of a sudden, you have to pick the way you're going to die. And, both and the best awful. choice you have right. is jumping from a skyscraper. And some photographer turns that picture in and a newspaper puts it on the front cover. Oof. I was absolutely disgusted. Yeah, many by people that were. Thing. And that was yeah. really the first time when I realized, wow, the media can really suck. They can really suck. That's a judgment call, and I don't know how they made that call. I don't understand. Uh, it seems like an obvious call not to put that on the cover. Of your so many other photos you could. How about you do a, you know a photo of the people that are sacrificing everything to go to the pile to try to find? Because we were still in recovery. Right. They were still trying to find people alive. Yeah, because they didn't know. That's what they, they were trying they to do. These firefighters, these volunteers, 
um, these police officers, these paramedics, like you name it, welders, anybody, the union guys, they were all down there mm. trying to find survivors. Yep. That's right. And this paper decided to show a picture of somebody jumping for, you know, choosing their death. I was like, you guys yeah. are dicks. Yep. Uh, yep. Let's go with uh, Patty on line four. Hey, Patty. Hi, Patty. Hello, Patty. Patty, are you there? All right, Jerry on line two. <laughs> yeah, Jerry. That would be me. How are Hi, you? Hi, Jerry. What's Good up, man? Listen, how come you guys never, never, I, I haven't really been listening to the whole thing, but how come you guys never talked about what you, you guys did, your radio station back then? I lived on Long Island, and I came down with about 14,000 other people dropping off stuff. <laughs> While you stayed on the radio station to stop. You You're very accurate in your. You, you know about that, huh? <laughs> I, lived, I, I dropped off about seven. I don't know. I dropped off a lot of stuff for you guys. Well, thank you, so Jerry. That, you were one of those people. No, That's awesome. You guys that were awesome. the heroes. You guys were the heroes that day, as well as everybody else. But you kept us, everybody informed. You kept. I mean, it was amazing. My, my wife, my wife and I sat there. We heard what went out. We went right to Home Depot. Man, we just loaded up. Because and you, know. you have organization. You have people shopping carts, grabbing just water and going through a truck and, and took shovels and knee pads and and stuff. Yep, everything the they needed. Yeah, and you, but you guys went. You you went to the store and physically bought stuff and then brought it and handed it over to put on a truck to go into New York City on nine eleven. Just like you know how many of you had to have that happen for it for it to occur, like. The whole thing was so grassroots. We sent, and uh, we were just the our station was the conduit of it, and our show and us. We were, you know, trying to organize it in a way, but then in the parking lot, like you guys, Jerry, all of you organized putting the stuff in the trucks and getting it out, and whoever had the sharpie was in charge. It was amazing. It happened, and it could have been a staff member. It could have been a listener. You guys, you guys need to take a little bit of credit. I, I, I listened to you. I, you got remember uh, Planet Dublin? Yeah. I was the guy that set your your uh, feeds up for um, for your radio thing. Remember, we would broadcast from a bar. <laughs> You're the I man. Used to do the Friday afternoon happy hours. Yeah, there, right. I used to do the. Uh, I used and to do I my night football. There. I remember Roger and uh, Roger and uh, another guy used to talk sports when he used, Roger used to come on at three or three or five. I forget. Uh, three. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Hey, thanks, that's awesome, Jerry. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you so much, man. I know uh, we did mention it a little bit earlier. Yeah, that that's what happened with supplies being sent in. It was just very grassroots when it's people on Long Island, which is right outside Manhattan, sending stuff in. You know how because we, they needed it. We and he's the one thing he, was, he said. You know when we got told to, we had to shut it down. Was we got a because they, Monica. What would happen was they would call us. We had a, a friend of mine. His guy's name is Steve Damiani, and he was a club owner that I had become friendly with. And he was also a retired police officer, so he was going in, and he was called from nine eleven, say, "Hey, they need knee pads." And then, you know, before you, so we would go on the air and say, "Listen, these guys need knee pads." And before you know it, Sports Authority shows up here with a truck full of rollerblade knee pads. And then from there, it just turned into they need water, they need clothes, they yeah. need do- they need dog food for sure. the for the dogs they need booties for the dogs they need we're searching whatever they, they metal need, and iron and they hot need iron. clothes they need this and, right. and what he's talking about is we had a line a couple miles long of people just dropping off supplies we'd fill up a truck the truck 18 wheelers we spent thousands of tons and i'm not joking thousands of tons of supplies into the city the truck would get full everybody in the parking lot would applaud next truck would pull in 
and we'd start to fill up another truck. It was crazy. That's and that guy. And the week, the yeah, way that the, was the stuff. The reason no they got was, shut down yeah. was when they said they needed clothes to change into. We sent, I don't know, probably a couple thousand WBAB T-shirts. That's our other radio station into the city. So these firemen and fire, whoever it was, all these first responders were changing into those shirts. Something clean. So the yeah. mayor's office, the geniuses that they are, put two and two together, called us and asked us to stop sending stuff in because they can't handle the trucks. They can't handle the supplies. They And I, would say, I said it to Roger this morning. That was one of the greatest phone calls I ever got in my life. Exactly. Yeah. That's the response you want to know, you want to get. That's what you want to hear. Because that's why you're doing that. That You don't want to get the call. They're, they're short of this. They don't have any of this. That's the worst <laughs> call. So to get that surplus right. call. Yeah. You know, they were cut it out. Nobody <laughs> stopped enough. and said, "Well, you know, I don't like you know this or that." They just were like, "Listen, how do we help?" And that yeah. guy who called, you know, twenty years later, is still enthusiastic about it. He's still like, "We're that's just going to load it up, no questions asked." And that's, you know, it's so 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 sad that it took something like that. But that's the feeling that you know we are all Americans. Bottom line, come together. And it was, for it was each very other. encouraging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was encouraging after that having oh. the worst day that we all experienced in our lives on September 11th. We got through that day, and then the next day, sun comes up again, and here we are. All right, what do we do? And there's still smoke coming up from yeah. the pile, and obviously it's it's only the day after. It's uh, And to have all these people uh, respond and have this one cop who was able to use his badge to get those trucks in there securely wow. through the security, because they sh- all the roads down, all the bridges down. You couldn't get in onto Manhattan Island. You couldn't get into the city, and he was able to get that stuff in there and without him, it doesn't matter what we do. The trucks would never get in because they didn't have time to check the trucks for bombs, for terrorists, whatever. They were being very careful. So he was able to get that stuff in there. And we knew that a lot of the people who were in there going through and breathing the dust and on the hot metal that was still on fire and, and, and cutting themselves on the sharp iron and stuff, a lot of them were from where we were from, whether they're fire police or iron workers, whatever. And just to know, and so everybody here bonded in that minute and in and, and that time and sent everything in. And for 20 years, we've had that bond, all of us, mm-hmm. you know, the, the listeners like Jerry, who now lives in Florida and calls us like, we still have a bond with that guy. Oh, when, and, and he remembers this is from what happened. Absolutely. Roger, and he was ex- excited about sharing that. And yeah. I'm glad he did because I didn't know any yeah. of that. You know, I'm glad he did. And he was right to call us heroes. Um, <laughs> All right, <laughs> we're going uh, to take some. We'll, t- we'll do uh, another segment and then we'll uh, try to move on. It looks like we're not going to play that guy in the envelope today, and that's okay. Yeah, that's um, right. you a lot of you people with your Rog, you just mentioned how you know everything was shut down, right? Everything. I got a, a message from my friends, my, a friend of mine, my friend Alicia. She said my mother went into the city the days after to meet with children. She's a therapist. Mm. She says she remembers. The tunnel sign reading, New York City closed. Wow. Picture that. That's like a movie. Wow. That is insane. Yeah. And that's what it was like. It was. There were no planes flying and no cars driving on highways. It was quiet. Like of all the cities. uh, Like, okay. The city was smoking. Fort Madison, Iowa. Yeah. Closed. Probably still closed now because of just nothing's (laughs) going on there. But to see New York. like Right. That's impossible. Yeah. It's a movie plot, unfortunately. And it was lived. All right, well, Roger and J.P. Moore, your call's coming next and your experiences and what you're remembering things, 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. We'll be right back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. 
Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 